0: Hi, I'm Raymond. I'm Kim. I'm Will. And you're listening to... The, the Crusading, Crusading Couch! <laughs> uh, a couple of things before we jump into today's topic. Uh, there's two uh, RPGs that are currently uh, on Kickstarter. One is Blue Rose, which is a romantic fantasy uh, RPG, um, uh, which does not mean necessarily what your mind first goes to. Um, it's... While it does focus on relationships and things like that, think of it more like uh, more of an uplifting fantasy genre rather than uh, the gritty fantasy that you might be uh, more used to. Um, Something else that really attracts me to Blue Rose is the fact that within the canon, there are actual prominent characters that are transgendered, gender fluid, gay, bi, all of those things and all those sorts of um, different uh, kinds of relationships and things like that are all accepted parts of the canon kingdom uh, in Blue Rose that the players tend to hail from. Uh, I really like it. Uh, it should still be up on Kickstarter by the t- on the day that this is posted, uh, so I hope you go fund it. And the other game is called Thin Blue Line. So the Thin Blue Line is a paranormal police procedural RPG. I'm not too interested in the paranormal side of it, but the thing that really attracted me to it was the fact that it was an RPG centered around police. Um, and I was surprised to learn that though that is not... Actually that common a game like there's lots of games that include like you could play this as police if you want to But there's no like that's the default you are cops uh, RPGs, so please go check out both of those Um, Thin blue line in particular really needs uh, a little bit more funding Um, There should be like 12 hours left at the time that I post this uh, for you to go and back that so please go check that out
1: There it is
2: there it is so Uh, Kim, what are we talking about today? Uh, We're talking about inspirations, (coughs) primarily for role-playing, uh, where we draw our inspiration from as individuals and places that we think that might be good for you to draw inspiration if you're looking for something like that, um, uh, but we are also going to be touching on other forms of creative work, uh, including writing, I'm probably going to mention some stuff about music, because that's also what I do. and uh yeah that's this is this is gonna be fun i think um, I, well, I well i always think crusading couch is gonna be fun so yeah it did crusading couch is the beast and the beard the uh flagship program for insert quest here well yeah i guess one of the flagship programs we got a lot of flag we can have lots of flags it's this
0: uh, yeah we can, you gotta have lots of flags you yes.
1: have more than one flagship
0: uh yeah, a no. the, yeah. the same way that you have two kings. Ah, oh, clearly you didn't watch uh, the same Pirates of the Caribbean movie that I did.
2: Yeah, well, enough said. <laughs> historical accuracy right there, in a nutshell. Yeah. That's where I get my historical accuracy inspiration from, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> that
0: explains a lot, yeah. actually,
2: about the quality of Kim's
0: game. Um... Alright, so that's, so that's probably enough faffing about. Quick
1: question to get us all started. Where does each of us... What would you say is your primary source of inspiration?
0: Primarily? In general,
1: just the curiosity to get us started. I would
0: say, like, TV shows and movies. Um, whenever I'm getting ready to run an RPG, I always try and... Even more so than writing... Uh, even more so than books, which I like. I enjoy reading, I find it a lot easier to consume TV and movies because it's something that I can do while doing something else. Uh, so I'll often... When I'm preparing for Eclipse Phase, I'll rewatch Ghost in the Shell and Planets uh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, things like that. Uh, while reading over Eclipse Phase notes and things. So the rule books and also um, notes from zoologists that I have gathered. Um, yeah, that's TV and movies. I always absor- try and absorb... That sort of genre stuff before running a game.
2: Definitely books. Yeah. Um. But not just books in themselves. Like I guess you could sort of think about like the. I don't want to just say stories, but I also include like spoken word stories in with books, like so yeah. a story that someone might tell someone else, sort of like from an oral culture. Like, yeah. uh, if you want a, a quintessential example, something like legends like typical um i guess that like i don't know uh what's a jack and jill might be might be like the the most basic example of that but also like places for settings and stuff like you might go to a real world geographical location and then think wouldn't it be cool if you had like a whole realm that was like this place and all of the things that you could actually do with that yeah Um, so generation of the setting from real world locations but not necessarily the social or cultural implications of those regions yeah like Mm -hmm. I might not be thinking about Australia like Australia as a as a culture as one of those influences but more sort of like specific places within Australia either, you know, like Blue Mountains or the
0: deserts of Port Augusta (laughs) Exactly, both
2: of those examples are true Billy Uh, Uh, Again,
1: same as Kim, books I read a lot and I read often Uh, so a lot of different materials (coughs) covered, I'm pretty unbiased in my literature Uh, and just the sheer amount of Ideas and topics uh, and cool little things that I come across that then give me ideas and can be translated. Mm. Uh, The other one would be music, Uh, but that's a little different in that when I listen to music, I find it helps me create my own inspiration, allows me to connect my thoughts, can't with things that I might not normally rather than directly taking inspiration from what I'm listening to. Yeah. Or felicitates my creativity.
0: Felicitates. Facilitates? I know what I
1: said. There's no music, Raymond!
0: (laughs) Music, I certainly... The most important part of, like, starting to write something for me is, like, finding music to listen to. Like, I actually mentioned on Facebook last month when I was writing my entry for our monthly writing challenge... The first two hours of my writing prep was trying to find music to listen to. Find
1: music is an excellent motivator when you're trying. And
0: to. then once I had the music, I was, it was a lot easier to drown out the background um, and let the thoughts flow. I still spent like five minutes typing out each word. Like, is that
1: the right word that I want there? You're not doing the uh, old, hand, old man one-handed... No, 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 you do the type
0: and then you're like, yeah, maybe that's not... Uh, let's try... Yeah, um, Something related to what you said about um, places, Role Playing Public Radio actually recently did an entire episode called LARPing in Your Head, that is about um, when you go to a new location, um, thinking about what sort of games could be set in that sort of a space, and right. it might be interesting for our listeners and Kim to check that out.
2: That'd be cool. Yeah. I connect with music differently, I think, like it like... We were, yeah. talk- we were talking about primary influences before, but I think that it, is, that it goes without saying, but I am about to say it, that we all take influences from the movies we see or the TV shows that we see. Yeah, like, I did, yeah. Even if it's just like a small nuance of a character or maybe it's like a whole scene that you want to try and reenact uh, organically with your players or try and push your DM down that line that yeah. maybe they didn't want to go as a player. Um, but particularly uh, music, and I actually had an example prepared for this. But you didn't write it down and so you've forgotten it? No, 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 I'm about to tell you. All right, uh, go. Uh, is the Quest for Fire mm. um, pitch that I put in last month's Crusading Couch. That idea was reminded to me... I think that works. By yeah, a, a conversation that I had with Raymond, but the actual whole idea itself comes from an Iron Maiden song, which is Quest for Fire, um, where they talk about all of those. That, that, like, their inspiration for that song comes from that legend, um, but the, it was actually the song itself, which was, I suppose, you can say, the, 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 the Genesis Media article. It's the for, idea seed. For that pitch the world um, scene. which 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 I put forward. So was oh, that? so but that's what the song's about. So it's how it's how you don't connect with it because I know that you don't really listen to lyrics when you're listening yeah, to yeah. music. And I was when you said music, I was just like, how? And I don't. How if you don't know what they're about, then how Yeah.
0: Do so know like, they? so for example, <laughs> Kim's talking about um, drawing, getting an idea from an existing piece, whereas Billy and I were talking about how music allows us to conceive our own ideas it's more like a creative
2: aid than an actual source of inspiration yeah which is something different because I don't get inspiration for role playing from listening from creating an environment through listening to music yeah possibly because when I listen to music I'm just like oh maybe I can do this yeah I, I draw a different kind of inspiration from other people's music not role playing yeah indeed um it's more a thing that's done in silence for me, Okay. or in the shower. Oh my God, the shower! How many yeah, good things come yeah, in the shower? No, the shower is the best place. Point. <laughs> 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 Primary source bad. of inspiration:
0: <laughs> water. <laughs> something something that I actually do a lot to help me um, make sure that I have my characters and stuff fleshed out uh, on in the on the topic of water is I have a lot of. Um, NPC to NPC conversations in my head while I'm in the shower mm. um, or while I'm walking to the train station or blah 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 blah. so like all of their important NPCs like behind uh, our cops phase they're all like talking to each other in offices and shit while I'm walking to the train station
1: um, I have more eureka moments in the shower just be sitting there doing my thing and be like oh my god that works my yeah. well, shower sessions are less structured than yours. Well, Scrum yeah, you know, we've
0: got like six people in this house. You've got to have structured showers, yeah, otherwise, saying. you use way too much water. Um.
1: So yeah, that, that's showers. So and, I have a question then. Um, you you always have music. questions. I do. I have many questions. So do you think Kim said he doesn't really get anything from music being played uh, while a. Radio Role playing session is going?
2: No, 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 no that's no, not no, what no, I was no, talking about. No. While I was trying to create, it. yeah. So, so then it was just like I don't have a uh, uh, creatively zen soundscape, is how yeah. I would describe it, is whatever music yeah. you particularly need to listen to, whether that be instrumental or vocal, whether you actually know the music that you're about to hear or not. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like maybe it's a, it's a specific genre, but you have never heard that song before I can understand yeah. that people would do that kind of thing but I don't create soundscapes so, for creation however yeah. soundscapes in yeah. um, or even soundtracks to role-playing games is is uh, yeah
1: I was gonna ask if people think that's beneficial well, I use it,
2: uh, I used it plays as you're going
1: yeah in, I really
0: in,
2: in I Arcanum quest yeah, something a that benefit.
0: I enjoy doing but I haven't done very much because I don't want to have music playing in the background on the actual play can actually make it really hard to hear what's going on even if you've got it turned down low. Um, because then it just sounds like muffled background. It's just cluttering up the audio. Uh, but yeah, I really like, like having rain playing in the background like a rain track playing when your characters are like in a diner and it's raining or something or um I actually used a soundboard thing for like uh to compose a bit of audio once um sort of it was a briefing file for a cop's phase so I had like I found like the sounds of like a starship bridge thing and had that playing in the background while I was talking as one of the characters and I recorded that um And send it out to the players. Um, So sound is can be an interesting tool, but that's more like that's more using sound to tell a story rather than using sound as inspiration. Um, But I can see how it might.
1: As a matter of then, obviously, about inspiration for ourselves, but also looking to inspire the players during a game to make it the experience more memorable or more impactful. Oh,
0: well, yeah. I so, think for
1: instance, having music going in a particular scene uh, can th- help players generate more, get more infused, generate more creativity. Yeah,
0: I think that yeah, might be more, be, be more like, like um, immersing the players and setting yeah. tone and theme rather yeah. than like inspiration okay. for creativity. But it's certainly something worth considering. Um,
2: yeah, I totally agree with that. I yeah. think that it is more... I think that it's it's interesting to think of it as an inspirational tool to your players, but I think that if you are actually using that, that... On one... This is semantic. On one angle, it's like, what is inspiration? If you are choosing to provide a particular kind of stimulus to your players, then is that actually a form of control as well as immersion? Mm. Like, are you trying to encourage them to become inspired within their characters in a direction that is beneficial for your plot? Like how... um, Or how you want the scene to play out or whatever. Like, if you play tranquil music, then the players aren't expecting it to become... Yeah, it's mm. just
0: like sound cues and stuff in um, plays, and in particular in movies and TV shows where you use particular music to invoke an emotion
2: Yeah, um, in your audience. Um, You're just like, they can't lose in this particular episode of MasterChef, because it's the inspirational congratulations music that's playing in the background right now. Mm. They're going to really love this dish. The, co- the audience already knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rather than the pensive... Eggheads, thinking music or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kim just sort of trailed yeah. off a bit there. There's some inspiration. Shows you what I've been watching uh, lately.
0: Yeah, I've actually been watching a lot of cooking shows as well, which brings me to another point. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of sorted food on YouTube, uh, and they did an episode where they went to, um, they got up like like. Three a.m. or two a.m. or some ridiculous hour, and went to the early morning fish markets. Um, and as I was watching this, I'm like, I've never run anything where an early morning fish market was even mentioned. And I'd heard of them before. I knew what they were. I'd seen them before in lots of things. That they're, they're even used sometimes in like crime movies and stuff like that. But it never occurred to me, oh yeah, have uh, have a scene in a fucking fish market. And I'm like, I really want to do that scene now. I want to have something where the players are at like a fish market or um, or uh, maybe uh, like a warehouse where fish are offloaded from fishing ship vessels and things like that. And that leads me into another idea that I had, or, or something else I wanted to talk about, and that's, being prepared to draw inspiration from really strange places. So, like, we talked about how we draw them from movies and TV shows um, and from books and stuff. Those are all, like, for the most part, we were talking about drawing inspiration from fiction um, or at least from, like... um
2: So those things have all of the things that a role-playing game has. They have characters, dialogue, and...
1: All character's dialogue, there.
2: plot, and a setting. Yeah. And you can use as much or as little... As you want. ...of each of those aspects as you want from any particular item.
0: Yeah, whereas this thing that I was watching was more like a, a documentary, sort of, than uh, a more traditional role-playing-adjacent na- narrative. Um, Kim talked about drawing inspiration from specific locations. Uh... Those are sort of things that you might not initially consider. You might be uh, sitting in uh, a doctor's waiting room or something, um, looking at some, uh, looking at a stack of magazines. You should start peering through those magazines. There could be some random bit of inspiration, particularly if it's like a. Something that I often see in doctor surgeries are dive magazines. Do you guys see those? Yeah, yeah. Dive magazines. Do doctor are doctors all scuba divers? Are all doctors' patients scuba divers?
2: You also see a lot of like fan mags, like fame, like famous, yeah, person, like popular, whatever, whatever you call those kind of magazines. I actually make a
1: distinction there. <laughs> I tend to consider inspiration as something that happens organically, whereas actually, as you said, going starting to go from magazines, I would start to put into more research. You were deliberately seeking out ideas to put in the thing rather than going to a particular place or seeing a particular show and going, that's awesome, I really want to do something with that. Well,
0: then you get into the situation of, like, by that definition, when I watch... Um, when I read a novel that I know is going to have... There's a book that I want to get at the moment, I can't remember what it's called... Um, but it's got a lot of body horror monsters in it and I wanna read it primarily because I want to be able to describe those sort of things more intricately. So then by your definition that's yeah. research rather than inspiration. Perhaps Whereas I would consider the wrong word, but
1: yeah, I would consider that then you're not you're doing it specifically for the purpose of being able to do it sweet description or get a particular idea. I
0: mean I I still argue that it's uh, I'm going there to find inspiration and
2: I don't think that... Often people search for inspiration. Yeah. yeah. They search to become inspired. I mean, there's lots of... There's like There's, there's a whole yeah. movie, Shakespeare in Love, yeah. about Will Shakespeare losing his muse. And the majority of the plot of that movie is him doing all of these things to try and get his muse, his inspiration, back the in net- order the- to become... A good writer again.
0: The narrative of a creator seeking out inspiration is actually a pretty common plot
2: point. Um, Lots of bands also go to the the the, the doors. Local, there's a the doors when locations they? in order to um, get in order to be in the right space when, to be yeah to be yeah. creative. You could also like even your soundscapes yeah. could be. You're creating an environment where you are more inspired, and it's kind of like where do we draw the line yeah. between seeking inspiration? I don't think is research. Yeah, um, the yeah. doors when they go to the desert and drop LSD. <laughs>
0: that's that's seeking inspiration.
1: Yeah, <sighs> one word for it. I can think of a couple. <laughs> of There's
0: them. a funny story about that, but I'll say I'll mention it in the epilogue. Um, so. What, uh, something that I thought might be an interesting question is, what is the strangest place that you've, or strangest, th- I say place, I mean like, thing, that you have drawn inspiration from or that has given you a sort of, oh wow, that's, that's a great idea, I should put that in a game or a story or something, um, that'd be amazing. What's the, what's the most bizarre one, but the most bizarre thing that has inspired you, if you have any?
2: I can't really think of one, like, off the top of my head. I mean, it's not very bizarre, but I have always, like, because I go skiing quite a lot, I've always thought that, like, a snow, like, um, border patrol snow sequence. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. Or something like that. So it's just kind of like, you guys have low-tech... Uh, you're up there in a cabin or something like that and it's also kind of like half survival, half there is a reason why you're posted there, there is a there is an overarching threat which may or may not uh, manifest in every episode of the, Ski camp- patrol. The, 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 the campaign that you're running.
0: There's a few. But, um, um,
2: I think. So that's an example of settings. I'm just like. Yeah I, was, yeah. I was doing a particular action. I was skiing in Snowy Mountains and I was just like, this Yeah is something that it's I can. Uh, me it's that
0: of. scene from World well, is Not Enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah, where
0: yeah, it's you're being chased by a giant chainsaw helicopter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I see. But that's not where I had the idea. I yeah, related did. it to that idea later, but then I was just to that existing thing yeah. later. But um yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, off the top of my head, I cannot think of any what I would consider to the bizarre.
0: Mm. Well, mine is the fish thing. market thing.
2: Actually, that's, oh, fuck, that's another good thing. So I, this 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 just reminded me. This is totally like tangential. Is um, it vaguely related to inspiration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, t- it's totally related to inspiration. It's related to French movies. French movies have common themes in them, and one of those is a car theme. Where okay. this is usually in either in like romantic comedies or drama or French dramas, not not anything serious or historical. Yeah. Um, and it is often the protagonist in the backseat laying down at night with the streetlights going over the top while the protagonist's best friend drives the car and they're having a conversation about usually the love interest that has just run over the protagonist's heart (laughs) is, 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 is usually what happens. And I think that that's a really good character dialogue that you can have between either the protagonists and the protagonist's best friend who are both playing characters or maybe the the, the protagonist's best friend is an NPC. Yeah. But I think that that's a really interesting just like little sequence, like one yeah. scene in one run. Yeah. that you could just because it is uh it is a it's a trope of French films of that style.
1: Yes. I was about to segue into that point. So
2: yeah. Uh as
1: I was about to mention, uh, with some assistance from Raymond, yeah, uh, which brings me to one of my points is looking at the nature of directly transcribing scenes from things into a game that you're running. Uh, is it okay? When should you stop? Uh, so, for instance, that little scene that you just described—what well, that'd be really nice to have in a game, yeah—as uh, a little mood setter. Yeah. I mean, you know, to me that sounds like a really good idea and something worthwhile, but.
0: It'd be interesting to have, but uh, I'm j- with that particular example, I'm like, how would you get those moving pieces into position without, like, saying, oh, I want to do this particular type of scene? Um, mm. Although, I guess, like, uh, uh, we three are now aware of it, so, like, we might be able to notice if Kim was trying to set that up for one of his characters in a game, where was like, oh... I call up my my best friend and well, ask him to take me for a drive.
2: Well, I'm like, could oh, even, okay. You can say that it's like in a cop's face thing. We're driving, we're driving a flying car, mm. and maybe he's having a lot of trouble with the, with his girlfriend, and they're, they're, they're having major problems with that kind of thing. And I'm driving to the to the, to, to back from the incident site or something yeah. like that, or we're driving home from the office on a really bad day or something like that, and he's just moaning at me about what's her name, Felicity. Is that mine? That's no, mine, yeah, isn't that's it? yours.
0: Old. is Felicity, his is something else. It's actually in your folder if you want
2: to double-check.
0: It's not particularly relevant. But, yeah. Um,
2: Miranda. Miranda. Ah, uh, Miranda.
0: Yes. It it's been a It's been like a month. It's like the shortest gap we've had. Anyway, um, it's an interesting um, idea, the whole transcribing scenes. I think um, that can be really powerful. Uh, if done right. And I don't think it's wrong to uh, draw inspiration from those sorts of things and be like, oh, I want to frame it this way and that. Um, particularly if uh, the particular uh, way that it is done is invocative and thematic. Um,
1: yeah, I think there can be problems with it, but those relate to...
0: If you push it too hard, yeah. then it doesn't work. But yeah, that I is true I of trying, trying to force trying anything into yeah, a robot well, game. That's
2: what I was going to... Yeah. come back to that, but I will I will come back yeah, to that. I'm but sure you have this, more to say. Um, so the French thing I think is good because it is very nondescript. It yes. is in itself a theme and it doesn't necessarily involve particular characters and it doesn't ne- necessarily even f- involve a uh, any kind of specific dialogue. Indeed. I think that it is just something that it's a sort of blank sheet
1: that you can just transcribe a lot of stuff from different games. Yeah,
2: so a throwback to what Raymond said about just getting as much inspiration as you can. The more you expose yourself to, the more you have to draw on. And if you remember most of the stuff, so we can remember this French scene. Yeah. And if the opportunity comes up mm-hmm. to actually put it in, then you can actually just put it in in a game anywhere. Like, it's just kind yeah. of like... Um, Musicians actually have a like a stock standard, like 30 licks that they know, and you can put that into any key, and then string any combination of those 30 licks together to make a line, which then becomes a repetitive yeah. motif within the song. Now, I'm not talking about repetition in role playing here, but you have 30 ideas that you can use to create a scene 30 is just an arbitrary number in, in, in role playing um, yeah. I also think that, that, that where yeah. people can run into problems like that you say mm-hmm. is, is, is acknowledgement so when I did Arcanum Quest the purpose of that entire campaign was to recreate a pre-existing plot in a pre-existing world yeah. With pre-existing NPCs, and all you guys did was create characters and try to act out the roles that the that <laughs> that the, 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 the game was pushing you down. How with, hard we tried with with, with, with some resistance base. from I can't help pro- it. I'm a socialist at heart. From some pockets of the <laughs> of, of of the party, which is something that I don't view as a as a as a mis- I don't view that campaign as a mistake I don't even view the intention as a mistake right. I don't even view right. the way that playing characters played out their roles as a mistake I you think- can
0: just say Raymond I
2: don't no, know, to, I'm gonna destroy the elves with my technology.
1: I don't, even, I don't even blame Raymond for his dick fuckery
2: during that <laughs> during during that campaign. I think I, I think that it. Well, because my spirit was in
0: the right place. My purpose was like I'm gonna just fuck with yes. Kim's campaign. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I think
2: that it was a fault of such an accurate attempt. Attempt. Yeah. Um, but then the real problem that I was getting at is that that was an acknowledged reproduction. It was, it's like kind of like the difference between a homage and plagiarism. Yeah, indeed. That was was definitely a homage. If you lift an entire plot of an overarching campaign, if you're a lift an entire... Even just an entire scene.
0: If you took an entire scene and you tried to, and you tried to create the entire scene from something, um... Even if you don't intend to get it like accurate, but like you're striving for, I want this scene to be just like that. That doesn't work in a role-playing game because of it's
1: the n- too many because
0: of the nature of this. Yeah, the medium. Like it's meant to be changing and ephemeral. It's meant to uh, have unknown outcomes. Um, if you're pushing for like specific chains of dialogue to come up, uh, so that. Uh, the responses from NPCs and stuff are just right. That's not going to work very well. And, Kim, actually, with your Arcanum quest, you saw that we often didn't see hit the marks that were very obvious from your perspective, but not from ours. Yes. Homage is
1: homage. Homage. homage is still the way to go. Like, yeah, I've indeed. Played in games where we, uh, there's been a scene, and then I've gone off and uh, played a game I was really enjoying at the time, and I've just, and just been like, wow that storyteller just lifted this exact scene from the game yeah. into the story and tried to pass it off as his own. And I was just like, that's... You know, I'm, I'm not impressed.
0: Even if you're playing Star Wars, that doesn't mean you recreate the Star Wars movies. What?
1: <laughs> Shit, I, need yeah, to, I need to rewrite some stuff. I was just going to replace
0: Luke with Jabba the Hutt. I thought not that'd work. <laughs> <laughs> you mean <hear> it won't? <laughs> there are Hutt uh, Jedi.
1: I suppose the other thing is... is Player resistance as well, uh, because sometimes, sometimes because they're dicks. Sometimes with the best of intentions, players will intentionally, and unintentionally fight against going in a particular direction that you're trying to create with a scene. Yeah. Which can be lead to some really great results, yeah. But can also just lead to everyone getting frustrated when the DM and the player are trying to achieve two different ends.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think that there are a number of aspects that this can roll into. Like, we can talk about how the DM wants to get across a particular story, and when that doesn't go to plan, they try and draw the players back when they shouldn't, and all those kinds of things. But I think that's not really... That's not no—that's no, not, 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 not specific to inspiration, yeah, I think that topic. To, to, to yeah. summarise all of those thoughts that I have, I think that people don't need to be precious... You need to be not precious about their, about their inspiration. A bit of a to. common
0: thread with us, don't be precious.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't be precious with your inspiration. But use it. Expose yourself to as much stuff as you can. What about, what about um, non-fictitious... I want to come back to non-fictitious fiction. Oh, well, fictitious non-fictitious, fiction, okay. non-fictitious <laughs> yes. inspiration. Because well, you consume a lot of media, don't you, Raymond? Like yeah. A of, like a lot of real-world media. Yeah, something I wanted to talk about was, um, actually, <coughs>
0: was I wanted to talk about resources but uh, that you can use to draw inspiration, but that's actually a nice way of connecting it too. Something that I think, a TV show that I think is an amazing source of, like, ideas and creativity... For any type of role-playing game that involves problem solving is Mythbusters. Really? I cannot press this point enough. I've used ideas that I got from Mythbusters so many times as a player. I've done we we were in a plane that was crashing and we didn't have any parachutes. I uh was playing as a vampire. I used my protein claws, which basically Wolverine hands sliced through the wall of the plane from the inside and activated the um, inflatable sliding ramp. Uh, Because they were testing... And this came from the myth where they tested... Uh, and used it as like a, a parachute down. And it came from the myth that they tested where uh, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. is this when they use, the, when inflatable they use the inflatable raft? Boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the inflatable yeah. boat doesn't work very well um, as a parachute. Like even if you hold on to the ropes on the inside because it's too wide. Okay. But what works really well is the big, huge inflatable emergency
2: descent ramp you know, things. When they crash into the ocean and then they have to get the people or out. Or even of
0: the plane when they land on the on a runway, like on a road or a or a runway that isn't prepared for their arrival, those things can eject out the sides and you slide down them. Um they because of their size and their shape, they apparently work they worked a bit better, so I actually used that as how I survived, whereas everyone was all everyone else was like, I'm gonna activate vampire armour and hope for the best. I'm like, fuck this parachute <laughs> Um I've used... uh, And I use things from Mythbusters often to justify things that I've included in my game, like, um... One of the... uh, In my Wild Talents game, one of the water characters was... uh, A character that could manipulate water and make walls and things out of it was being attacked by gunmen. And she stopped bullets uh, with it, and I was... And I pointed out, like, yeah, that's totally possible. Like, even armor-piercing rounds are actually really bad at going through water. Um... They did a whole... Uh, there's a whole myth about that on Mythbusters. So, yeah, Mythbusters is a great resource.
1: So, that's an interesting... I mean, that was a beneficial example of that, but I wonder sometimes if you've been using an inspiration resource such as that it can lead to conflict when you're like, oh, actually, you wouldn't be allowed to do this. Yeah, so... That, this thing that I've seen, and then the that's, other like, that, that is, is bullshit. That is totally a and, problem
0: and then, um, when you use things that you know are true from reality like if I'm a if I'm an astrophysicist and I'm playing in an eclipse phase game and the GM describes a thing that happens with a ship that it couldn't do that's gonna really fuck with my immersion um, but that's that's it's less about inspiration but I do understand your point um yeah you want to be careful that you don't use. Yeah.
2: Well, I was actually thinking that if you're, watching Myth- if you're watching Mythbusters, the game inspiration, and you've been thinking on this idea, and they actually bust it. Like, completely debunk a uh, central premise for why one of your main NPCs can do what they can do. Yeah, indeed. It depends on. Um, like, um, but I think it's also good knowledge, and this drifts from inspiration and more into research. Yeah. <coughs> in the fact that if your players try and do something. And you've watched a MythBusters episode on it. You know so. that they can't do that, and you know that it will fail and why.
0: Yeah, so indeed. And good, if you can explain the reasons why that wouldn't work, that's always really good too. Yeah, um,
1: that'd be the kicker. Otherwise, I think it might devolve into a bit.
0: You of- want to you want to be careful. You want to be careful about thematics versus realism, um, which is something that we'll talk about in a later episode. But basically, the idea being that you either are being... You either want to be shooting to be true to life, in which case a bunch of shit that you normally do in a game isn't going to work, mm-hmm. or you want to be true to the themes associated with the genre you're playing. Yeah. So if you're playing... Um, yeah. So you don't want to be like, oh, well, actually, uh, you're, the other guy would know immediately that your gun is out of bullets because of the way that a semi-automatic weapon works and the uh, head slides back. It's like, well, yeah, that's true, but... Within the genre we're playing, that is action movies, that's shit. So, please ignore.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Um, do you? Can you guys think of any other things that are... I mean, I can think of a few, uh, a few other things uh, that are great resources that are non-fiction. But people. I want to see what you guys can...
1: Yeah, Talking people. To people is one of mine in that it gives me so many ideas for ways individual NPCs might behave. Uh, particular phrases sometimes, or personalities.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I talked to, I briefly mentioned it earlier, Um, I, in preparation for an Eclipse Days game I'm running, I spent like two or three hours talking to a friend of mine that's a zoologist about um, uplifts and things like that, uh, because I wanted to get a better understanding of uh, things related to that. uh, Kerbal Space Program was really helpful for me... Uh, it's a game where you model, like, astrophysics and stuff. It was really helpful for me in understanding things about spaceships that I hadn't considered. Like, I understood that you could pretty much make a spaceship... A- I-, I thought you could pretty much make a spaceship any s- size you... any way you wanted, because you don't have to worry about aerodynamics. But the way that gravity, uh, that mass is distributed on a, a vessel in relation to its uh, center of thrust,
1: yeah. will
0: actually change the way it goes. So you can't just have a crazy off the wall design, because you then you'll have a giant space cube. Well, you could have a giant space cube because the mass would be as long as the mass was distributed evenly amongst the cube. But if you had like um, a really asymmetrical design with like. Uh, one uh, with a huge amount of mass off to one side, and then a whole bunch of mass in another direction. Um, the thrust would be so inefficient, and you'd get weird spins and things. So that was really helpful for me for understanding yeah, okay. stuff yeah. related to eclipse space.
2: That's cool. Um, a specific example that you pointed out because uh, you know the Julian neurosurgeon's book that yeah Max was reading yeah Maxine, oh. a friend of Kim's. I have also. Started reading, Julian neurosurgeons, and yes, it would be really good inspiration to actually play a psycho surgeon in uh, Eclipse Phase character because you would know just enough. You would to know not just enough to explain things. what you're doing and why you're doing it, yeah. and what would work and what wouldn't work. Like it would add to that sense of realism to the thing. And I actually spoke to her this morning, and uh, I said, "Hey, now that I'm reading this book, we could do uh, like a." a, a we could do a dueling Surgeon neurosurgeons duo. duo kind of thing, you yeah, know. Like, but and then I started thinking about a whole bunch of complications with that, which I won't go into. But um, the point is, is that that's a non-fiction, um, and it's got a lot of stories in it as well. Like, yeah. they explain how
0: it's all about the history of neuroscience and yeah. stuff like and yeah. stuff like that, isn't so it? So
2: they explain a lot about the the assassination of uh, U.S. President McKinley and uh, they talk about the assassination of, oh, what was his name? I forget his name now. Um, But he assassinated this guy because he wanted another dude called um, Arthur Chester to become president, who he thought was the better presidential candidate. So he tried to and succeeded in killing the current president.
0: Right, and presumably in the book that relates somehow to neuroscience.
2: Well, uh, he thought that God talked to him and told him this was the way to do it. The classic God talks to me. And it uh, all came about through, like, it talks about... (gasps) He was actually later diagnosed to have schizophrenia because uh, his neural pathways were all um, stuffed up. His neurotransmitters weren't going through the right... Synapses from the right axon yeah. to the right dendrite. Yeah, how nerve cells like talk. His alphabet was all mixed up. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, yeah, he had a lot of, he had a lot of problems.
0: It's interesting.
2: In you don't, you don't need when you're playing an
0: expert in a role playing game. You don't need to know. You don't need to be an actual expert. You just need to have enough knowledge to get by.
2: So that's a good source for um, getting inspiration to play some kind of Mm. neurosurgeon or psychosurgeon in in Eclipse Phase. And I guess that you could actually expand that out into a whole bunch of things that talk about specifics, like if you were on a gate-crashing mission and you were a xenobiologist reading (laughs) the selfish gene by... Yeah. Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins would be a good inspiration to understand There's all those
0: transhumanism books
2: that I bought. Evolution and um and, and, and evolutionary genetics works.
0: Yeah, there's there's all those transhumanism books that I bought when I was in Melbourne that I have read parts of because I'm lazy. <laughs> uh, and don't like reading because it requires 100% focus on one thing
2: um, yeah, <laughs> which I don't like to do and I think that in terms of your point that, that this is actually inspiration because I'm not reading the book the Julian Neurosurgeon's yes. book to play a psychosurgeon You've read a it goes, Wow, books. that would be research that, that be would a, actually would be research, research. yeah, I, yeah.
0: Um, I think yeah you yeah. can actually also get really interesting ideas from reading history books um Looking at uh, uh, History books are... uh, Any sort of history book, really, is an infinite resource. The wheel on the
1: bus goes round and round. Is that a history book? No, it's referencing that history tends to repeat itself. Plus, it tends to be always a valid source of inspiration. Yeah,
0: I I was more talking about, like, um... You can strip back a lot of the specifics of a situation and fold it into other things. Um, like... I'm trying to think of an example, specifically. The Trojan Horse. They actually talk about, um... They t- in in one of the, in the Halo movie Forward unto Dawn they there's a bit where they're analysing like um some fucking Roman strategy and one of the students is like why are we looking at this and the guys all like well blah 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 and it's like if you stripped back all the specifics uh they pretty much said the exact same thing that i just said that if you strip back all the specifics of this situation you can apply it to a modern situation so no we don't have cavalry but we do use drop troopers from orbit which is pretty much the exact same thing as cavalry in the context um
2: yeah so there's a lot of interesting things you can get from history certainly so but how far does it go so how far do you strip well, you don't back, how far do you strip back the particular death of a king and then in, until it becomes the death of any king? Well, yeah, so mm-hmm. you
0: wanna you, you, you want it, it all depends. So like you obviously you don't put horses into your campaign about power armored uh, machine gods. Yeah. I mean, uh but you would but you keep in like the tactical formations.
1: The beauty of inspiration is literally at the end of the day, all you need is a seed. Yeah, and exactly. then you can build that into a scene, a setting, a game, etc., etc. You just need that initial spark uh, that you can work with. I'm using. So I would argue, yeah, you don't need to strip it back that much. You can look something, go, "Oh, that's cool," and then start working with it.
2: So well, yeah, that's say, true too. Would you say that you can pick out like one idea that inspiration doesn't necessarily have to reference the original stimulus yeah totally yeah, for sure yeah, okay.
0: like my I have a I am I'm sort of writing a brief at the moment I'm gonna pitch a splat book to gonna try and put a pitch a splat book to Eclipse phase uh, post human studios about um augmented reality games and things like that and the drive for me to write this came from watching sword art online but I'm ah. gonna use almost no ideas from sword yeah. art online and that could
1: be something completely different yeah, it's just
0: that it's, that it's that just star. that because I was because yeah. I was watching it I was thinking about it I'm like oh yeah so this this and this and then I took a lot of stuff from the Elipse stuff because and I was
2: thinking back to HSC drama actually yeah and how you had your group project and how you had a list of for was it stimulus words for that particular year, or stimulus phrases that you yeah. that you could use in order to gain in, to, to to gain inspiration to create a thing? And I actually always noticed this is somewhat of a criticism that the ones where you could actually determine the stimulus phrase from the final piece yeah. were the ones that did better than the ones where you couldn't. Hmm, that's interesting. So you're saying of, being able to relate it back improved it? Well, not, that- ne- not necessarily. I was actually basically saying that that's a possibly erroneous artifact of the system. Okay. However, it is an interesting thought to entertain that perhaps, perhaps there is merit, perhaps there is a basis for that reasoning, perhaps that it is actually subconscious and unbiased, and that if they, you can relate the final form of your idea or someone else rather can relate the final form of your idea back to the original inspirational stimulus from where you got it that, it, that, that, that is correlated correlatively indicative of a better idea better well I, I, was, I was just like thinking
0: about in relation to because um, they do the same thing for creative writing stuff a lot yeah. of the time they're like here's a list of things pick a bunch of them and include them um, to evaluate like how you can work in ideas and things like that, and we actually do a writing challenge on our website um, where we post an image, and you've got to draw inspiration from that. And we don't off we get a f- we get a few people p- submitting um, other things. Like I uh, try to have one all the time, but one of the ones that we got recently, somebody sent me an email with uh, almost no subject line. Um, I can't even remember what the subject line was, but it, I didn't immediately assume it was create about the creative writing thing. Uh, and then I worked it out. But, like, he jumped straight into the story that he'd written. Uh, I think it was a he, it may not have been. In the email, he just went straight up. It was just the story had been transcribed in the email. There was no, like, oh, hey, I looked at your creative writing thing. And so I had no freaking idea what it was about, because... While he had drawn inspiration from the creative material, from the material, the stimulus we provided, I guess it wasn't obvious to me that that was based on our stimulus because he didn't talk about it. It was the one with the two robots and the woman, the one that I wrote. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: his one didn't talk about that. Like he talked about emotions and um, cognitive science and things, um, and the story was like four paragraphs, and it was and it was over before it began like you just sort of it was interesting the way it had been written that way because it was sort of like a brute force like here's the premise, bam bam before you can even like think about it it was over I found that kind of interesting but it was really hard to tell that that was related to the stimulus whereas like all the things that I've written of like specifically mentioned stuff that is in the art yeah. uh, and Sandra yeah. who is another person that wrote for it did that as well
2: yeah yes. I guess the other thing is is that if you don't know what the stimulus is it doesn't matter like if like if someone no if, it's if if someone's experiencing your plot, or you have lifted basically all aspects of a particular np of a particular character into an NPC, yeah, into a game, and no one knows where you've taken this from. That's good. That's not a thing. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. It anymore. doesn't matter that
0: it's that it's not recognised from the original. It was merely that this was more uh, that it was meant to be a challenge, and you meant to be drawing from the stimulus. A, that it was a thing. Yeah, something yeah, right. from
1: the writing talents I wanted to discuss that came up is sort of how much should you be prepared to actually work with when you have those like specific options for inspiration. So when somebody gives you yeah, a thing and the they're like, "We want you to create something I related," really to done us. anything with the writing challenge is because none of the pictures you put up have grabbed me and I'm like okay if I want to write a story about this I'm actually going to have to go into it uh, work at finding something and that's I'm not particularly interested in doing that
0: yeah that's an excellent point I actually pointed it in the second one that we posted I pointed out like if an idea doesn't grab you immediately then perhaps you need to analyse the yeah. image and analysing when you've pre- presented with a specific stimulus analysing the stimulus can actually find uh, lots of things they I don't know if they do this in other countries, but uh, analysing visual media is media is like a really important part of it's a whole term, of English, uh, the subject, uh, here in um, Australia. It's part of the curriculum, and they talk about like the ways in which you analyse an image. So you break it up into quadrants yeah. and things like that, and you focus like what is the focus of this quadrant? Blah blah blah. What's the focus of the image? Things like that. You pick out details. That's exactly what I do. I just pick out details right. from the image. So like. Um, I might not mention a bunch of shit that is in the image. I'll pick out the things that are, like, focal points, uh, or the things that are, uh, talk to me. Um, There's, like... Uh, yeah, a lot of the inspiration yeah. for the first one that I wrote, the one that was, like, cowboy shit, was stuff that wasn't even on there. So, I- do people
1: think that inspiration is that influenced by other factors? My obvious one is time, because when I've seen this... I know I can analyse it and will find something, but because something's not jumping out at me, and there are other things that I both want and need to be doing, I am less inclined to explore that avenue.
0: Well, yeah. Well, the thing that the example that we're talking about at the moment is a challenge. So it's yeah.
1: it, it's if you yeah, want to. This can relate to general inspiration, like say. if...
0: If you really want to include an idea in your game, but you don't know how to, then you've got to be prepared. Like, nothing immediately goes you. You've got to be prepared to look at it. And that's exactly what I did for
2: the Venus game. Okay, this is something that I can comment on, particularly in relation to music writing. Yeah, Yeah. Because you have a number of lyrical lines, or you have a particular riff that you want to include, but you cannot include a lyrical line or a riff just by itself. Yeah. Like... Yeah, there is that moment, that the spark of inspiration when they titties mesh. and cash is an example. Oh, titties and cash is that, a great song. That happened organically, but the rest of that song has been written by me under. Duress. Yeah, it's been really hard. Yeah. Because I care about the idea that was the inspired idea enough to complete the article yeah. in order to get that idea out there. But I also want to do the original inspired idea justice mm-hmm. by not creating crap to surround it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there is a quality control that comes into that that, that 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 comes into this and there is also the motivation to actually complete yeah. the idea in order to get it out into the public domain that people can that people can hear it and, 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 and enjoy it and I think that 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 may be true also of role playing games you might have a really good idea for a scene you have no campaign, no one shot, no yeah. players to run it with, and then that's when the hard work comes yeah. around. You have to complete the idea. So I think that inspira- inspiration, as a spark, is rarely complete in that moment. Yeah, and that you yeah. always have to do some kind of follow-up work. Yeah, to 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 finish that. Um, Definitely, what you said about like uh, your
0: initial ideas needing refinement speaks to me because like, yeah, yeah, and and like how you want to give out a good product because you don't want people to like take the, think your the original idea was shit. And I have that with the a e- cops phase games because I really want you guys to enjoy uh, Eclipse phase, and so like I work extra hard on making sure that the cops phase games have. Uh, m- are not just good ideas, but good execution. I do more prep for a cops phase than I do for any other role-playing game I have ever uh, run. Like, like I mentioned, I talk to I talk to a zoologist for like four hours. Yeah,
2: I uh, think just from a mechanical perspective that that is partly in because we run it so infrequently, and partly because the runs are relatively short. Yeah, cap out about three hours. Yeah, every month. This one will be about it it'll be on the longer end yeah but whatever yeah like, indeed. The, the point is is that it's not a fucking eight hour run yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or 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 something like that which in terms of executing your inspiration you also need to know when to stop yeah, yeah. you know, know you need to know when the idea is done
0: yeah it's like it's that old um it's all it's that old uh painters or artist thing of a painting's never finished it's you just stop working on it
2: yeah have you heard that before yeah i have um, yeah yeah Arts have some vi- interesting stuff in the uh, epilogue yeah arts never finished you yeah, yeah. just stop um, working I, on it. Uh, yeah I also think that there is merit in for in going back to the stimulus that there is actually merit in being given a particular stimulus item and forcing yourself to find inspiration from it to analyse it in the way that 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 Raymond has talked about mm. I don't necessarily think that inspiration has to have a spark or grab you yeah grab you instantly I mean there's stuff because like, when there, you get I, there, 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 there's stuff that I've used for my characters like playing characters that I've made that comes from stuff that I never thought I'd use to in a role playing mm-hmm. situation or any situation I just kind of thought of, I thought of it, and I was just like, "That's cool," and then discarded the idea. It didn't make me; it didn't have a drive to make me go and do something with it, which I think is what people think of inspiration as being, a lot of the time. But when, I don't, yeah, I don't well, really we, think that that's the case. Yeah, I would argue though that it
1: did have a slight by merit of you thinking that and going, "That's cool." I'm obviously gonna you've retained that. Well, like so, the idea, it had that initial sort of like. I, I could, well, yeah, I think I what think Kim's
0: getting at is it's not like. Uh, lots of people think about inspiration as like the inspiration is like the thing that you wrap this creative piece around. Whereas the part, the the thing that Kim's talking about is sometimes a piece of inspiration is actually just something that you add on to something to finish off another thing that you've created. Or Keep
2: building or make a
0: connection between two two inspired ideas. Because when you get down to it, your inspiration and what you, you draw inspiration from the entire breadth of your experience in life every conversation you've ever had everything you've ever seen everything you can remember you've ever thought that is all in some way inspiration not necessarily for a creative product yeah. um but like previous conversations are inspiration for future conversations you know you might uh, you might uh, uh, Argue about a, speci- a specific topic a lot with different people. And so you use uh, a great idea you had after one argument for a future argument.
1: Indeed. Um, You're getting inspiration from everywhere, but the key is in what you retain because of what grabs you. Well,
2: yeah. Otherwise, it's just
1: a massive sea of...
2: Yeah, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that it is just that each individual idea that we draw inspiration from has no merit... I'm just saying that they don't all have to be the explosion yes. Yes. of an Id- from which an idea comes from. I'm saying yeah. that yeah. everything that you remember as being important is inspiration. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a
0: fantastic place to uh, end it. Um, I'm sure there's more that we might have been able to say. There is. Um, <laughs> it totally is. Everyone really to hear is. about the ramblings. You'll have to wait for the epilogue, which will be posted some point in the future. Yeah, because um, we haven't decided how those are going to be released yet.
1: Um, Maybe we'll have some inspiration.
0: Maybe we'll have some inspiration in the epilogue. If you want to inspire us with your lovely comments about this episode, then that would be fantastic. Yeah, please leave us comments uh, down below. You can find us on WordPress, SoundCloud, uh, Twitter. We have a Facebook uh, page, uh, and you can also send us an email at at Uh You can leave us comments, uh, future uh, things you think we should talk about, uh, games you'd like to see us play... Uh, anything like that. Uh, and just a quick reminder, please go check out uh, Blue Rose uh, on Kickstarter, as well as The Thin, thin blue, blue Line. line. The yeah. Thin Blue Line is the uh, police procedural RPG. Uh, I'm Raymond,
2: <laughs> and- <laughs>
1: Just keep me on your toes, listeners. I'm (laughs) well. And you've been listening to (laughs) The Crusading (laughs)
2: Couch! Hopefully.